Welcome to the MS Gym Podcast, where we give you the tools to live life by design, not by diagnosis. In today's episode, we dive back in with part two of my two-part interview with Trevor Wicken, the founder of the MS Gym. And here we go. So Trevor, if somebody wants to get started in the MS Gym, where would you recommend they begin? So it's kind of up to them. You really need to take a second and kind of assess where you're at and what you want, right? If you're someone who like just, you're not real sure about exercise, like you tried it, maybe you tried it, you failed, you're not real sure. Exercise is like kind of a threat thing to you where it's like, well, I tried it, but it makes me feel worse. I don't know what to do. Like there's a ton of free resources for you. I mean, if you, you, can, you can go and get a free exercise guide. We actually have a program called One, Two, Three, Move that it's a seven-day course where I go through head to toe on the key joints of your body for movement. And we work on how to inhibit things like spasticity, improve mobility, and then activate the weak muscles to get your body moving better, right? We have mindset courses that if you're just in this funky, like, I just, I know I'm depressed. I know I'm anxious. I'm just angry and bitter. I know I need to get my mind right so that I can start moving. We have a mindset course. We also have a neuroplastic nugget course, a neuroplastic knowledge course where I go in and break down kind of like what I just did with Brooke on what neuroplasticity is, neuroplasticity is and how do we use that through movement training to counteract MS? And what's cool about that course is that at the end, I have a little bit longer of a course that talks about how we use neuroplasticity and my method of training, which is called the RISE method, to create these exercise programs that people are getting massive success out of, right? So those are three really cool structured ways to do it because the hardest thing is like going into a, an online free site and there's 300 videos to sort through, which we have over 300 videos on our free Facebook page. We have hundreds of videos now on our Instagram page that are like a minute long. And then we have YouTube videos. And like, if you go in there, I mean, you could probably build a program. It's limited because you're like, well, is this right? Is it not? Like, even if I do, well, what happens after a month and I feel good? What do I do next? So at that point, we have a lot of people who go through and use all the tons of these free resources. And then they kind of reach a point where they're like, you know, I need to commit 90 days to this. Like, and Trevor always talks about diving deeper, right? So if you want to dive deeper and you actually want a structured program where you literally log on, go to your program, you press play, and there's me being like, what's up, MS <laughs> Right? And lead you through your workout for the day, cueing you, instructing you, educating you, like talking about tempo, focusing on what muscle you should be focusing on, talking about possible troubleshooting issues, like stuff like that, modification. That's what the membership site's for. And it's a paid for membership site. And so a lot of people, like the people that sign up for a year for this, it's like less than a buck a day. It's very, very reasonably priced. Yeah. And so, and, and then inside that membership, aside from the exercise programs, you get access to the members only corner, which is a private Facebook group where it's exactly what I was just talking about, right? There's a ton of MSers in there who have gotten results that are wanting to help, that are wanting to support you, that are wanting to say, me too. I know how you're feeling. Here's what I did. Let me show you. In the MOC, all we call it the MOC, the members only corner, right? So right. that's our, that's our, that's our, right. so in the members only corner, I also do a lot of deep dive coaching. I mean, Sometimes I'll go for 90 minutes talking about spasticity or balance or how to use a wheelie walker, how to walk on trekking poles, how to do a squat, how to activate your glutes. And then we do post up the, the movement minutes in there, these minute-long trainings, and we're actually going to start putting together some 
kind of medium time content between five and 10 minutes long that I'm going to be doing every week where I'm, I'm giving you keys to success. So you're actually going to be getting all forms of content. You can get little snippets of new stuff. You're going to have, how do I use my membership program better? And then let's dive real deep and geek out and learn about truly why things are happening in my body and then how to counteract them. So you not only get the programs, you get the education, you get the support. And then I'm actually in the members only corner every day with one of my moderators answering questions, giving out movement plans, saying, hey, I'm struggling with this. What movement plan do I do? What programs do I use? We're in there rocking it out. Right. So those are kind of the full spectrum of everything that we're doing. And then I'll pop into different events too around, you know, I'm in Colorado now. Who knows? Maybe I'll go global one day, but, you know, I'll do support groups. I'll do webinars. We're doing some work with nonprofits this summer where I'm doing movement assessments on people. We're actually going to be having some live events coming up in 2020. I mean, there's just so much stuff in the MS gym that you can use to really get the exercise, the mindset, the community, new relationships, and to actually feel like you have a place that is yours. That's why we say that we are a family because we are building a home together under one roof. Like we are one team, one dream united with one vision to counteract that mess so you guys can live a life by design and not by diagnosis. I think it's important to mention that this family is an international group. We're not just because you're based in America. These are not all members from the United States. They're literally from all over the globe. We're like in 130 something countries now. So, I mean, so there's a place for everyone. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's one word we always talk about in the MOC is acceptance, right? So we want to meet you where you're at. Like we have people from, you know, genders, races, sexual orientation, religions, like political backgrounds, like whatever, like, right. we, like MS doesn't discriminate. Neither do we, right? Because like a person's a person and it's a life is a life. And if we have resources to get your life better, like this is your home. Like that's how we roll here. Now, tell me this, just because, you know, you're done with college and you've moved on with your adult life, I know that you continue to educate yourself. I know you go to different conferences and seminars. Is there anything right now that you're really excited about in the neuroplasticity world or the MS rehabilitation world? Something that might be new and interesting that you're like, hmm, I think I want to know more about that. Well, uh, it's interesting. So I'm going to another training this upcoming week that is, this is like PhD level neuroscience stuff. This isn't just conferences. Like this is true, like coursework. And this is, this is PhD level, like neuroscience and movement. And the guys that I'm learning from are the ones that train the highest performing athletes on the planet. So they are interested in fractions of seconds fractions of kilograms, fractions of speed, agility, quickness, whatever, because their training literally determines whether someone's going to get a gold medal or a multi-million dollar professional career. So these guys are focused on fractions. And I'm like, okay, so if I'm focused on fractions and I learn this same stuff and I apply it to an MS brain, which needs so much precision and so much specificity to outsmart the MS damage that's already been done, that's who I need to hang out with. So I've already taken three different courses. One of them was on 
proprioception. Another one was on visual, like the visual system. Actually, four courses now. Another one's on the vestibular system, which is your balance. Another one's on progressive threat reduction, which I talk about all the time. And then this one that I'm going to this week, this next week, is all about the structure. So there's all this stuff, all this output that happens, like your eyes better, you move better, your ears move better, your body moves better, I'm feeling better. But now I'm going in and I'm going to learn the intricate structures of the entire neurologic system to figure out what exercises actually stimulate down to a millimeter the size of my pinky like fingernail. How do I stimulate that nerve? What exercise do I use to get that nerve firing? I'm excited about the precision that is actually available for me to pursue because that's what I'm all about. Like I am precision obsessed with, it's not just about, let's get you on and have you do a chest press. It's right. not about getting your pecs stronger. It's about getting your shoulder functioning better, your core functioning better. So you could possibly stand up and push a grocery cart and not fall over. If that can't happen, what is the neurologic pathway that's blocking that? And how can I create a movement pattern to either bypass that or improve? Right. That's what I'm learning. And that's why I'm investing by the end of this, it's going to be close to $50,000 by the end of this series of 13 courses that I'm going to be probably taking for the next couple of years. I'm, I'm not, I'm like, I'm entering the nine courses that are like upper echelon now. So I've only taken four and I got nine more. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I mean, it's awesome to know that you're going to be bringing more and more and more to the table as time goes on. It's not just like you're taking what you've known for the last 20 years. You're taking what you're learning for the next 20 years. So it's good that you're going to be there with us along the way. Well, you guys deserve that. You guys deserve the best. You guys deserve a practitioner who's actually committed to learning more so you can get more. Not just telling you what I think you should do, right? but listening to what you guys need. Then me going into my geeked out resource of a brain and producing things that are actually applicable and relevant to what you guys are going. Well, we appreciate it. Heck yeah. I want to pick your brain a little. Based on the fact that you've had a lot of your own neurologic-based health issues in the past, and you've had some ups and you've had some really down-downs, and we all have that. That never goes away, whether it's MS or just some day-to-day thing where you have ups and downs. When you personally, you, Trevor, are having one of those down moments, now, do you have a go-to thing that you do to pull yourself out of the hole? I just did it today. Okay. So like, because of the, the type of Lyme disease that I have, it, it destroys my fascial planes and my soft tissues. It also disrupts my vestibular system so that my brain a lot of times thinks that there's a threat there. It actually ca- it makes me about 10 times more likely for, for soft tissue injuries than a normal person. So I've been working my tail off for the past probably three months, about 90 days. I actually hired a strength and conditioning coach to help me because I want to get my body stronger now that neurologically it's functioning better. But like MS, Lyme disease and neurodegenerative stuff is massively unpredictable. Right. So I don't know what I did. I have no idea what I did. I have guesses about what I did this week, but my elbow joint is so inflamed right now. I cannot pick up my nine-month-old baby daughter. I literally have to grab her with this hand and pin her against my chest. I cannot lift a 12-pound child with both hands. 
Also during my workout this morning, I went to do, I went to literally, I went to pick up a dumbbell to put it back on a rack and my back went out. Like there's no reason that my spine should go out. I was pushing a 400 pound sled yesterday perfectly with no issue. And so I, I literally, I stopped in the middle of my workout today and I told Misty, I'm like, I got to, I got to go home. I got to get my mind right. So I, I spent some time this morning by myself because I'm an introvert, like I told you. And I, I prayed. I sat there and like told myself, I'm like, you're okay. You've been here before. You've gotten out of this before. You've already beaten this before. You just were distracted. I had a massive threat bucket morning. There was just a lot of stuff that was unpredictable that happened. It was just one of those mornings where you were out of sync. Like instead of being like this, I was like this today. And I had a feeling it was going to happen, but I chose to ignore it. I was like, I'll just push through. And it didn't turn out well. And so I spent probably about 45 minutes really just, I went in, I did a lot of deep breathing. I actually worked on releasing my jaw and my neck because I know that's where my stress points are. So I did a lot of release work here. I released my diaphragm because I get really spastic my diaphragm when I'm stressed out. I worked on breathing exercises. I then went through and did the foot drop series and I worked on getting my feet and my hands moving because they're super high neurologic payoffs and they lower threat. I went from having ice on my back and not being able to stand up after I, after I worked out to about an hour later, like my pain went from about a, a 10, literally a 10 to about a two. So I had to do mindset reset. I had to do movement reset. I had to spiritually get myself set. And then I went in and I apologized to Missy and I apologized for my girl to my girls for being grumpy and being in pain. Like I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't really do anything bad, but I'm like, if I seemed off, I'm sorry. Daddy was just in a lot of pain, you know? And they understood and they both gave me a big hug and everything. So it's like you just when you get into that spot where you blow up and, and your symptoms flare and you just go down this hole, you gotta cut it off at the pass. You literally have to pursue angle it, you have to stop the negative thought. You have to stop the train wreck. You got to cut it off, get your mind right, get quiet, get to a place where there's no distractions and remember where, how far you've come. Know that you've been here before. Know that you've claimed victory before. Know that I went months without an issue, which was longer than I've gone in a long time without an issue. And I will rise back up. I will overcome this. This I'm going to beat this and I'm going to beat this back thing I'm going to go another six months this time without an injury. Like, I just decided that. That's what I decided right before this call and I got on. Well, thanks got for it. sharing that. <laughs> no, thanks for sharing that. I mean, you know, you're always guiding us to pull yourself out of the, the doldrums. And uh, it's interesting to see how the master does it. Yeah. You know? Well, I walked out of the gym. I don't, I, I, it's very rare that I've ever just stopped the workout. I mean, I was, I was about th three quarters of the way through. I'm like, Misty, I'm done. I'm done. And I was like, oh, I, I ended up coaching her. I'm like, I was spotting her and watching her, but I'm like, I got it. I'm done, babe. And she's like, this is cool. Like, take your time. Like, I very rarely like stop the workout. And I was like, I'm done. So that's where I was. I was like, done. And so wow. it happens to the best of us, man. <laughs> so Trevor, where do you see the MS gym in 10 years? 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. So... Oh, uh, let's dream. I love doing yeah. that. Yeah. In a perfect world. I'll, I'll be I'll be completely honest, right? So I'll I'll be really transparent. Is that 
I guess I'll go from small outward, is that I really see about 10 years, like between 2,000 and 3,000 people in the membership that are full bore, rock star, killing, right? That they are in it. We have like 3,000 or 4,000, like we have 3,000 people active and we have seven, 8,000 victories of people who have been in the MS gym and gone on to do, to do things they never thought they would ever do. I see our, our, uh, our catalog of victory stories being going from 1,200 something right now to, like I said, eight, nine, 10,000 victory stories. I see, you know, the free resources. I want it to be the largest free resource network on the planet for people that are, are just wanting to get going. You know, like I see us in probably 200 countries. I see us working with a lot of different nonprofits who really want to take action and give people resources. Not, I love what like the MS Society and people like that are doing with research. And there's a, there's a place for that, but there's also a place for nonprofits that are really the smaller ones that are really focused on finding a community like the MS Gym, approaching their, their funders saying, look, we have something we can send people to and look at all these testimonials of all these people that are getting better. Because that's really why people start nonprofits is because their heart wants to do something. They want to get other people with vision and with the financial ability to buy in so that we can, so that they can go to the MSers and say, look, this is such a cool resource and now we can give it to you. So I see us doing that. I see us, I see us having things like this podcast, like this global media network for MSers with podcasts and with webinars and with education and stuff like that. Like I see that. I also see us having a little bit more opportunity to do live events. Like the opportunity for me and my family and, and possibly a lot of my staff members, my leadership team to travel different places, different countries and bring this message live to places like Egypt and India and the Middle East and China and places like that that like literally won't talk about this stuff. Especially like the people in India, they are outcasts of the world which is not okay with me. I'm not okay with me. And I'm like, I will stand face to face with anybody and be like, these people need to be helped and here's why. I see that. I see us being visionaries to go into the darkness to find more people and be like, there, is, there are resources here. There are answers here. There are solutions here. You just need to come with us. I see a global mission to go out and like find the lost and find the broken and find the disheartened, find the discouraged and give them the hope they deserve and give them the path that they deserve because there is a solution. And they, I think it's an absolute abomination that people do not provide people with resources when they are sitting there struggling and suffering. That's it. <laughs> That's what I, I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. I wouldn't expect any less than a dream that big. I don't even look at it as a dream. They're like that's reachable. If anybody can get that, get to that level, it's you. I have no doubt at all. And I think people listening, if they hear, oh my gosh, he could possibly be coming to my country, to my, you know, you've got people's attention there. You got my attention. I'm thinking, "Hmm, maybe I should go to Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go hang out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So tell me this, the podcast. In the past, this podcast has been mainly pre-recorded videos, audio of videos you've done within the the MOC or you've done on the MS Gym page or you've done on YouTube or or all of the above. 
Why now are you, have you decided that you want to switch it up to a more interview, educational, you're branching out with the podcast. Why now? Because we are at a, we're at a place right now, Ken and I and Misty and our leadership team, our moderators, and really the whole community, like the success that you guys have created by all the hard work. And I mean, by, by people getting victory stories and actually showing the world that this place works and showing the world that this place is like where you can get the best support is like, we're at a point now where we have stability, both as a business, as a community, personally with myself, with Ken, like we're in a good place now. We've got, we've got, we have a lot of systems that we've developed behind the scenes for communication and letting people know about us and answering questions and troubleshooting and technology issues and customer service issues and building stuff and whatever, right? So like behind every good organization, there has to be an infrastructure if you're going to grow. And I believe and Ken believes at this point, we are at a place where our infrastructure and our foundation is built on rock, right? If like we're good. And so what I feel like is that we have the movement piece down. We have the mindset piece down. We have the, the education piece down as far as neuroplasticity goes. But there's so many other components to the MS lifestyle that I am not an expert in. And I will not step out of my scope, number one, because it's irresponsible. Number two, I don't want to. And number three, I need to stay in my lane and keep focused on what I'm good at because if I try to dilute my leadership and dilute what I offer, then everybody loses. And so like, you, I made it very clear, like I don't discuss nutrition because it's very personal. I don't discuss supplements because there's a lot of individual physiology that happens whether a supplement works. I don't discuss a lot of like sexual health stuff because that's not my jam. I like to be sexually healthy, but, but dealing with the stuff with it that people with MS go through, like, that's not my thing. Like, psychological, mental health stuff. Like, I can speak about mindset, but if someone's, like, suicidal, right. if someone had physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, like, I was bullied, and I can speak with people about it, but I, I'm not. I'm not a psychologist. So I want to bring other people on. Like, I want to bring on physicians to actually clear the air about the different MS medications and how they can actually help movement, help diet, how they can be part of a treatment plan, right? I want to bring people on talk about sleep. How do you get better sleep? How do you deal with that? You know, I mean, stuff like that, you know, like there's men's health issues, there's women's health issues, there's menopause, there's all kinds of stuff that can happen. The big picture of MS. The big picture of MS. And the thing is, is that instead of having them come onto a Facebook group where I run the risk of people just kind of indirectly associating me with people, I don't want that. Like, I want to stay, I want to stay focused on who we are, what we do, and how we're doing it. But I also want to build this global network of practitioners where we can have complementary care approaches that actually meet up eye to eye on helping MS. So we want to bring on other guests like physicians or orthopedic surgeons or neurosurgeons or, like I said, mental health people or nutritionists or supplement people or whatever the heck it is to really talk about resources for you guys and lifestyle approaches for you guys and all that. So we want to expand our network of educational resources so that you have the best option to create the treatment plan that is right for you 
not the treatment plan that somebody else says is right for you. Love it. Thank you for the explanation. You're welcome. So Trevor, we're going to get a little behind the scenes. We're going to peel away the, the uh, cloak that you wear. We're going to find out a little about you and your day and your life and some things that some of us would just love to know. If not, because we really need to know, we're <laughs> curious. We're just curious about Coach T. <laughs> so let's say it's a Wednesday. What's a typical Wednesday look like for Trevor? From the second you get up, how's the day go? So I usually get up around five o'clock in the morning. The first kind of hour and a half-ish is I get up, I'll do some mobility drills for about 10 minutes. I actually have a 10-minute neurologic warm-up that I do, which I'll, I'll share with the members. In the, in the <laughs> but I'll get that going. I'll do some breathing and stuff. And then I, uh, I spend some time doing some, some personal development stuff. So I'm reading, I'm taking notes, I'm sharing with, uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a men's group that I share. We kind of just go around the horn and share our thoughts. Like we're all entrepreneurs, like we're all fathers. So I communicate with those guys. So I feed myself first. I feed my brain and my spirit first. I get into some meditation. I get into some prayer, all stuff like that. Because I got to get myself right first so that I can deliver. Then my middle daughter usually wakes up first. Sometimes it's 545. Sometimes it's 645. So who knows? But she'll come downstairs and she's always hungry. She's my little active one. So I'll snuggle with her for a little bit. Then I'll get her breakfast. And then she loves cooking shows. So then I'll turn on a cooking show for her and let her watch. As I'm kind of finishing up during the school year, I will make lunches for my two older daughters. Or if it's like during the summer, then I'll just, I'll kind of prep our, our meals for, t- for the day or for dinner or something like that. And then my, my oldest one will come down because she's a sleepy one. So I'll snuggle with her for a little bit, get her breakfast. And then Misty and the baby will usually come down after that. And then I just spend some time with my, you know, with my girls for a little bit. And then we go, all go get ready. Either I drop my girls off at school or we, and then, and then we go to the gym or Misty and I go to the gym right then. So I feed my mental and my spiritual. I feed my family. I feed, and then I go do my stuff. And then around, so that's from about 8.30 to 10. From about 10 to about 11.30, I'd speak with Ken every day. We have our uh, our MS Gym huddle time where we speak about all things MS Gym. And, and you, you my, mentioned Ken throughout this interview. I think uh, you should probably let people know who Ken is. So Ken Allen is, uh, he started out as kind of my online business strategist coach consultant guy. And because uh, he was doing a bunch of other stuff, he, he was big into the tennis industry in Florida and stuff like that. But he's been doing consulting and coaching online for like a decade or, or more. He's been on a lot of big projects behind the scenes. He thrives on marketing and he thrives on strategy. Like he loves to take someone like me, who's a practitioner, and create a way to get my message and my brain out to the communities that actually need me. So. Ken is my business partner. Ken is Misty's my business partner. He's invested in this business. This is his full-time jam. Uh, he's the guy kind of behind the scenes with a couple of our moderators kind of working on setting up that infrastructure I was talking about. And then he and I powwow. I always compare him to, like, he's Bill Belichick from the Patriots, and I'm Tom Brady, even I'm not a Patriots fan. It's one of the greatest coaching dynamics ever. Or Tony Dungy and Peyton Manning, which was amazing, right? Ken is kind of the playbook dude. 
He's like, I think we should run this play based on what we need, this and that. And I'm like, okay, so if we run this and da-da-da, we formulate the plan. And then I, as the quarterback, go out, talk to the team, boom, and I, I run the play. So that's kind of our relationship. Awesome. He's, Tony, he's Tony Dungy. I'm Peyton Manning. And that's how we roll. And what's cool is that what started out as kind of a consulting, I don't know, mentorship, because he's a few years older than me, but, you know, He's still, he's still a young buck. But, uh, what started out as kind of this consulting coaching role has really burgeoned into a, a part, a true partnership and a true co-visionary role between Misty, he and I, and a friendship. Like Ken is one of the most genuine, hearty, like truly invested in my well-being people that I've ever been in my life. Like his first priority are Misty and my girls and making sure I'm in a place where I'm healthy so I can deliver to the MS gym above anything else. I mean, he's, he's amazing. So he's, you know, he's, like, he's my, he's my, it's a bromance, Trevor. It's a bromance. <laughs> it's definitely a bromance. It's going to go down in the annuals as, you know, one of the greatest bromances ever. So after you have your powwow with him during the day, then what's next? Then it's MSGM stuff. So it's either content development. I'm speaking to my moderators. I'm speaking to our leadership team. I'm on calls or on meetings with them. We're developing programs, or I'm writing emails, or I'm, I'm writing programs. I'm implementing them. I'm writing them. I'm writing emails. That's kind of the next couple, two, three hours. Then I'll actually break it up, do another movement session for about a half an hour, midday, eat my food. And then I'm in the MOC, the members corner, answering coaching questions, responding to victories, responding to struggles, and just being present with my people and getting in the trenches with them and just, just living this MS life and, and doing it. So that's kind of my, my, my work day. And then about five, five o'clock, well, depending on the day, I either take my daughter to Taekwondo two days a week or swimming lessons. I take both my daughters, come home, eat dinner, get the kids into bed by 7.30 at the latest. And then I spend time with Misty. So we're either watching TV or we're collapsing. <laughs> so, so, so that's I my day. I know uh, Misty is a huge part of this, the whole picture of this MS gym. I know she's like, she's your rock. You know, she's your BFF. And she's adored by all the members of the MS gym. That's for sure. Can you tell me, if you could tell us one thing about Misty, let's say the one thing that when you look at her and you say, damn, I am so lucky. What might she have just done or said that makes you think that? What's the most endearing thing? It's, and I know there's probably a million yeah, endearing hard. things about her. Um, sweet. I would say just to sum it up, I mean, even with our kids, with myself and with other people, like Misty's, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, no. That is not the, the, reason, the reason why I fell in love with Misty is because she has the most purest heart of anybody I've ever met. Like her sole objective on this planet with every person she interacts with is literally to leave them feeling better about themselves after the conversation or interaction than what they came into. And she's a genius when it comes to emotional intelligence. Like she literally can point out people's strengths, show them why they're great, and encourage them to a point where they're like, I always feel better when I'm around Misty. Like, I just know that if she is there, that everything's going to be okay. And it's because of the purity of her heart. Like she is, 
she's just pure. Like she's amazing. Well, we certainly love her. And I hope, I know she's busy with the baby that you guys now have and we miss her, but we know that she's doing great things and being the best mama ever and wife to you. But thank you for sharing that about her. We appreciate it. Let her know that we all say hello, Misty. I will. (laughs) Okay, Trevor. Just from my own observation over the last two years, here and there in different videos that you've done, I noticed you'll blurt out Spanish. Just like (laughs) that. And not just, you know, the stuff that people say, hola. It's more than that. It's like a full sentence. And I only know that because I took Spanish for almost four years. So I'm like, wonder how he knows, you know, and I'm like, where's he from? You know, not that Spanish can't be spoken anywhere, but the fact here you are, Mr. Colorado, and you're blurting out Spanish. Is there any reason why, is it just, you know, what's that about? It's the only other language that I actually really know. I mean, I can, I can kind of BS my way through some languages, (laughs) but uh, I, yeah, I took, I started in Spanish. I don't know. I think I was in seventh grade. And I don't know, I just, it's like sticks with me. And I don't, I can't just sit here. If you're like, say a whole paragraph in Spanish, I probably couldn't do it. Okay. But certain words and certain phrases will come to my head and then they all of a sudden just translate into Spanish, right? Right. So there was a point, like I was actually in Costa Rica with my brother for a long extended kind of bro time vacation. And all we did was speak Spanish. Like nobody understood us like we backpacked through Costa Rica and just had to figure it out it was like an immersion yeah so it was a total immersion so like I would say that I'm like 50 to 60 percent fluent like if somebody speaks to me in Spanish I can understand them and then I can I probably sound like a broken Spanish idiot but I can actually communicate back with them in a way that is good enough I also worked in kitchens in college for two or three years. So I know dirty Spanish, but. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice, Trevor. Yeah. It keeps people on their toes. If I say something Spanish, people are like, what? I bet you didn't even think we were paying attention. I was paying attention. (laughs) I was thinking the dude knows Spanish too. (laughs) Mas ejercicio. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, here's another question for you. As we get close to wrapping this thing up, what keeps you up at night? I'm a pretty good sleeper. <laughs> okay. No. You squash uh, that question. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a good sleeper until I wake up and then my brain starts going. Right. So I think the, it's kind of evolved a lot in the past like year. I used to be a very high anxiety person, always worried about self-preservation, how am I going to provide for my family? Like, does Misty's dream on this planet was to be a a stay-at-home mom besides working next to her husband, like whoever that was going to be when she was thinking about it. Well, like, we've been blessed enough and I've worked hard enough to where she has gotten to raise all three of our daughters, right? So it used to be that. There's a little bit of that. But I think now it's more so, I don't want to miss the opportunity for an MS Jimmer to actually find the key to their freedom. And so for me, when I'm, when I'm, when my brain starts going, it's how can I be better? How can I learn more? What else do I need to learn? How can I teach them that? What do I need to create? What kind of content do I need to put out there? Like, are things good enough? Do I need to explain it more? What kind of deep dive do I want to do? Like I, I, it brings me life to teach and teach you guys. 
And so for me, it's more so I start thinking about the MS gym and I'm like, okay, what, what are they saying they need? Where are people struggling the most? Where is there a gap? And so I'm always searching those gaps and how we can possibly fill it as a team. And that's the kind of stuff that I marinate on quite frequently. I think your online persona and the real you, because you are so transparent, are one and the same. So can you tell us something that, and it doesn't have to be personal, personal, what's something that none of us know about you that we'd be surprised? It can be silly as can be. It can be serious if you want, but not necessary. What's something we just don't know and we all might go, really? Okay. (laughs) I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like one of my passions is cooking. I love to cook. Really? Uh, (laughs) My favorite type of movie are high school romantic comedies. Oh, cool. It's Misty's and my like like common bond in movies. Chick flicks? (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty chick flicky. I pretty much have a song in my head for every situation. So like there's a constant soundtrack running along in my head and pretty much at any given point on any given day, there's at least two or three quotes from the show friends thrown out between Misty and I. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So other than that, I'm also like, uh, when I, when I have the opportunity to travel, I'm a pretty avid scuba diver. Like I love to be under the water that's where I, I think I belong is in the water. So any of you that are by beaches, that's uh-huh. what hint, 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 hint. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most favorite trip you've ever taken? Favorite trip? Well, we're going to Florida like next in a couple of weeks. That'll probably be my favorite because it's our first family trip ever. But I have to say probably my first dive trip to Belize was probably my favorite trip I've ever been on. The first time that you actually go down 60 feet to 100 feet in the water and you see an entirely different world is, there's not really a way to describe it. Like, even though I'm confined to this little breathing thing where at any given point it it could kill me, I feel most free when I'm in the water, like submerged and I can't hear anything. Like, it's awesome. It's like I'm transported to a different dimension. So I got to experience that in Belize for the first time, and I'll never forget it. It was awesome. Well, Trevor, I can't thank you enough for being on this podcast with me. Number two, I think it's important that I say thank you for allowing me to be the host of this podcast. Absolutely. Whenever I got the message for that, I read it like three times, and I'm like, what? You think I'd be the perfect fit? I'm like, they must have sent this to the wrong person. (laughs) Nah, see? We tracked you down. We've been oh my gosh. But I really, really appreciate it. But as we wrap up, do you have any parting words about the MS Gym? Just your thoughts for anybody out there listening who's considering looking into the MS Gym to all the members that you already have and have had for the last two years. What do you have to say? Number one thing is nothing is impossible. So you're never too far gone. You're never too bad off. You're never too damaged. You're never too, like every single one of you, every single MS gymmer, every single person with MS, like you guys are all worthy of a life, literally by design. I know we say it all the time, but you're worth it. You're worth investing in. You deserve to have a life of freedom. My heart 
breaks for the people that have hurt you. My heart breaks for the dreams that you thought you had lost. But what I'm seeing in the MS gym is the rise of a community that is literally rewriting their futures and literally rewriting the narrative of the MS community forever. Like two years ago, I would say 90% of the people out there were like, there's not a lot of hope. You're kind of, you're kind of degrading. Expect the worst. Two years later, there's a massive wave of people, medical practitioners, families, husbands, wives, kids, friends, pastors, religious leaders, thought leaders, celebrities that are taking notice that there's a group of people out in the world saying, we're going to go change it. And the MS gym is literally changing a small piece of this world. Every single day, every single victory, every single struggle, and every single post is an opportunity for somebody to find that hope that they need to go out and truly change their life and make it what they want, despite the fact that they were once told that they were going to be a prisoner for the rest of their life. So you're not a prisoner. At any given point, when you make the decision to choose to heal, you can. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have to put in the work. It may take years, but if you spend the next five years fighting for your freedom and you get to live the rest of your life free, not being chained to the confines of MS and what it gives you, I think most people would invest in that. So the people that have invested in it, I love you. You're rocking it. For the people that are on the fence and not real sure, I love you. You should rock it. (laughs) And you should come hang out with us because the number one thing that you can invest in is you. And like... That's the best bet there is, man. Like if it comes down to me making something happen and me waiting for someone else to make something happen, like you have the capability and the opportunity to change your life right now. So I say, go for it. Take that leap, take that risk and, uh, and keep dreaming because it can't happen. Dreams can't come true. Well, that's awesome. Trevor, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. We love you, man. You're the best. Good luck with everything in the future. Can't wait to see yeah. his dreams come to fruition. We'll all be right there with you. Yep. I will see you on whenever I see you again. I'll Hopefully I'll be on here. Hopefully you'll ask me back. I don't A repeat know. guest. Love yeah, it. We'll see, we'll see if the fans like me or not. <laughs> I'm thinking that'll be an overwhelming. Yeah. Hey, Brooke, you're awesome. Again, like I said, we are honored to have you on our team. And oh, it's, uh, it's going to be really cool to see what you do with this podcast because you're going to touch a lot of lives as well. So awesome. partner up. We got this. I'm with you. All right, girl. Thank Thanks. You. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on the MS Gym, you can find them on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. If you'd like to know more about what I've been up to, go to brookslick.com or follow my MS journey at msslick.com. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode.